just love podcasting so much. So today I'm going to start a new ritual, and that is reading a review every week of what you're saying, because I want to keep this a conversation. I want to stay tapped into what you're finding useful and all that. So today's review is from EVGA1234, and it says, Mind Shifting. This is a useful, honest, motivating, and liberating podcast where Caroline gives you tools to evolve your yoga practice by bringing focus on your needs, wherever you might be on your yoga journey right now. Make sure to also check out the small, useful, goodie episodes. Thank you, C. Thank you. This is amazing. I love I love reading your reviews. So go in there and leave one, and maybe I'll read yours next week. Now let's get to the show. Welcome to Awake by NPY. My name is Caroline Herring, and together we are going to use this platform to explore what it means to take responsibility for your practice on your mat and off. We're going to dive deep into philosophy, science, the body, the mind, and all those aspects that go into making and cultivating a practice that works for you. I hope you join me for this ride, and I'm just going to tell you to buckle up. It's going to be fun. Hello, my friend. Welcome back. I am super excited that you are here. I thank you so much for everything, for being here, for taking the time to sit down and to learn more. I I love knowledge. I love learning. I love learning new things. And that has driven me on this journey as, as an instructor, as an as an instructor. Let me try this again. As an instructor and as a teacher, I keep diving into new methodologies, um, new movement modalities, all in an effort to serve you, all my clients, and all of my students better, right? That is what's driving me. So today, we're going to talk about actually the first module of integrate. We're going to talk about my body. That's uh, We're going to go into integrate. If you didn't listen to last week's episode, I encourage you to go back and listen to it because that is going to give you uh, a little more insight. But today we're going to talk about the first module and that is my body. Um, and, and while my body uh, can mean a lot of things, I want to, to take the conversation today uh, to a very specific place because there are so many movement modalities. There are so many, many ways, um, many people who mean very many different things, right? So, so how do you know what's right? That's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about prerequisites. We are going to talk about how do you know uh, and all those things that can empower you on your journey to to facilitate uh, a physical yoga practice that nourishes your body, you know, because even though yoga is so much more than the physical, the physical is a very big part for us 
right here. So we want to make sure that we stay safe and grounded and that we know that we are doing the very best that we can with the the range of motion and and the prerequisites that we have. So the first module that integrate my intention with that is for people to take ownership of their body. Okay? What do, what do I mean by that? I mean that if you don't take ownership of your body, uh, you're not going to see the warning signs, right? If, if you don't take ownership of how your body feels, uh, you're not going to see the warning signs before an injury happens. If you don't take ownership of, of how you feel, you're not going to see the warning signs of, of how stress is affecting your, your physical body, right? If you don't take ownership of your body, you can't grow your practice. So my body, the module my body in, in Integrate is really about taking ownership of the body so that you can take the responsibility of moving in a forward direction, right? You don't want to regress. You don't want to lose what you've worked so hard to cultivate up until now. You want to make sure that you're still progressing, that you're getting what you can out of it, and that you do see warning signs when they appear. Isn't that exciting? <laughs> I love that. I love I love teaching and seeing all those light bulb moments. I love to see a person take ownership, be like, Hey, wait, hold up. This doesn't work for me. I am going to I'm going to use what I've learned and take a different option. Like how great is that? To me, it's like that is the greatest testament to to the fact that I'm doing the right thing. Is every time that I, I every time a person takes a child's pose. Um if if you are one of my students or if you're um you've listened to what I've said, like a lot of my a lot of my students are very you know, type A perfectionists. They don't like to to not be a, a part of the crowd. They don't want to like be weak and and quote unquote weak. Not really weak, but um, they want to push themselves often to to their own detriment. They don't know when to stop. So whenever one of those people take a child's pose, just because they can, and because they're a little a little tired, like my world just lights up. So that's what we're going to talk about today is how to take ownership. And there are a couple things that you need to know to take ownership. First of all, it is, um, there's the, the physical aspect of, of checking in. Do you have a ritual for checking in to how you feel? Do you have a, a breathwork practice to, to reset your nervous system? Do you know how, how, how you're breathing and, and what's actually going on in your body right now? And then the second part is, do you know what your body can do? It's basically like an assessment, right? You, do you know, like, how long can you hold a plank? Yeah, the, or, or how long can you hold a squat and how many squats can you do? You know, it's not that kind of assessment. It's more like, what is your body actually prepared to do? Because remember, last week we talked about input. You only get the output based on the input that you put in, right? So if you're put putting on input that is not the right body, the right kind for your body, you're not going to get the output that you want. 
And prerequisites is something that I could talk about for a long time. And I do talk extensively about that in Integrate, but we're not gonna, we, we're not gonna be here forever. So what I want you to understand is this. All of the different joints in your body have a different uh, range of emotion. You have the possible range of motion that your joint is designed to give you, and then you have the actual range of motion that you have based on the input that you've given it. Okay? Those are two different things. The goal is to make them the same so that you get the maximum range of motion out of every single part of your body, right? The maximum amount of strength, the maximum amount of flexibility so that you can move through life effortlessly. But most of us don't move every single joint in our bodies. A yoga practice doesn't allow us to move every single joint. It's very, actually very repetitive. If you, if you don't come to like, our, our, our seminars on, on moving better and all that kind of stuff. Um, yoga, yoga is actually very repetitive. So our uh, challenge as instructors is to, to take the modality yoga and to introduce more movement in there. Um, and we do that a lot at NPY, also in NPY Online. You'll see that that a lot of the traditional patterns are, are maybe interrupted or we, we interpret certain poses differently simply to, to increase that range of movement, to, to decrease the gap between the intended and designed to the actual, right? The actual is the one that you have, the one that you own based on your movement diet, the input, the movement that you put into your body. We want to have, have the intended, the designed, the how your body was designed, and the actual to be the same, right? Ideally. <laughs> no, it doesn't work like that. So, so going through and, and recognizing where you are actually having to bring in movement from different parts of your body is a huge part of, of Integrate so that you can learn to see um, what your wrists are doing, right? Um, a lot of the time in yoga, I hear, oh, I have really weak wrists and, and my wrists hurt when we do this. Yeah, your wrists are not, are not strong and they're not strong enough or, or, or mobile enough for that, right? So, so we have to work around it and then also work to help those wrists out, right? So my body is really about taking ownership of all of these elements. How is my body feeling? How am I treating my body? How am I talking to my body? How am I um, acting? Um, how am I acting towards my body? Am I being loving and nurturing, or am I forcing it into positions that it doesn't want to be in? And and what is my body actually designed to do? And when you take ownership like this, your practice will change dramatically. It will change so much. You have no idea how much it'll change. Sometimes it might look wildly different. <laughs> it might look, um, you might f- feel like you're doing so much and then it looks totally regressed. And, and that's totally normal, totally to be expected. But understanding that it has to look different. It can't look the same. My body is different than yours. Your body is different than your neighbor's, right? You have to take into account where you are, 
where you've been and where you want to go. And then you have to create a smart plan in order to move from A to B to Z, right? So, so you move through the whole entire alphabet and you walk out on the other side stronger, more flexible, more mobile, like so unbelievably empowered. Isn't that amazing? <laughs> I think that's amazing. Okay, so how do you know what your body can do? This is where there's a huge limitation to a podcast, <laughs> but I'm going to try to make it simple for you. If you, if you reach your arm up above your head, okay, so right now, reach your arm up above your head, and you've probably heard like the cue, relax your shoulders. Now, I don't want, or the cue, move your shoulder blades, move your shoulders away from your ears. I don't want you to push it down, but I want you to be mindful of your shoulder, shoulder blade right now. I want you to actually lift it up to your ear and see how much more, how, how, how much higher you can reach, right? And then I want you to just drop it down again. So I don't want you to push it down because that's going to interfere with a function in the shoulder blade. I want you to just drop it down and then lift it back up to your ear. Now you might think that what we just did is just working the shoulder, but the shoulder and the shoulder blade are two different joints and they're supposed to move independently of each other. However, a lot of us don't move them independently, so they work interdependently. So when we say inhale mountain pose Tadasana, a lot of people reach their arms up and they're actually not using their glenohumeral joint or their shoulder joint. They're actually using the shoulder in combination with the shoulder blade to make it seem like they have more movement. And also some of us, uh, might throw in a thoracic extension there by lifting the chest, right? You're decreasing the shoulder flexion to lift, lift the chest. Now, if you don't understand what I'm saying right now, there's a link in the show notes that will, will explain it for you really quickly in a video because I know this might be confusing. Uh, so, so click that link after the, after the podcast, if you want to, if you want to see what I'm actually talking about. So, Understanding all of those joints in your body is, is one of the most important factors in order for you to, to define your practice. Because if you've been working on, on handstands, now I don't, I'm not saying that you should, that's totally up to you, but if you've been working on handstands, my handstand journey was one of repetitive defeat, right? I was working on my handstand for ever really diligently like all the time kicking up uh, and every time that I got into a handstand I got really freaking scared now came to find out after you know years of this when I went to a seminar um, and to get a certification I was told that I didn't have the range of motion in my wrists or in my shoulders, my glenohumeral, to actually express the movement. So every time I went up there, my body was telling me, hey, chick, you're not safe. Like, get the f out, right? And that was why I was scared. So I took a step back and, and I decided that, 
you know what? I'm gonna help my shoulder and my shoulder blade express more movement and take a break from all these handstands and then revisit. Now, my handstand journey is still like up and down. It's not something that I work a lot on because I, I like to spread my toes more than I like to be standing on my hands. But that's, you know, a personal journey, a personal preference. Um, so the goal is not the handstand, right? The goal is to not push your body into positions where it's not, it's, it's not prepared to be. Yeah. And, and without the knowledge, all we can do is follow the instructor, right? If we don't integrate our practice, if we don't understand what we're prepared to do and what we need to do to get to where we want to go, then, then all we're doing is staying in the status quo. We're just staying right here and, and we might not be working the angle right. Kicking up and hoping that one day you're going to stick this handstand is not the way to go. You have to make sure that your wrists are prepared for it, your elbows, your shoulder blades, your shoulders, right? And then you can think about the, the core strength and, and, and all those other elements. We have to check in with the elements involved. And that is really what the first module of Integrate is about. It's about getting to know your body physically. And it doesn't matter what it looks like. We're, all we're going to worry about is what your body can do. I am going to empower you with lots of different assessments to figure out what your body can do so that you can see that, oh my gosh, my warrior twos feel like crap because of this. Or I'm going to work on a weakness um, in, in my triangles, right? Maybe, maybe, maybe your triangle needs to be different or maybe in your reverse warrior. Um, are you going to work on the elements involved or are you just going to side bend, right? Uh, you, you can have, it does a lot of different things. So I, <laughs> it's really hard to not, not do this and not have you see, like do this and not have you see me. <laughs> I feel like I'm like dying to throw knowledge at you and, and I can't cause you can't see me. So what I want to encourage you to do right now, if you feel called to do so, and if you feel called to be a part of this, is to click the link in the show notes to check out the Integrate page so that you can see if, if it's a program that you would like to attend, okay? Because this is how I can keep guiding you when you're not in the studio with me. This is a great way for us to stay connected and to keep learning and, and for you to to be empowered with knowledge. Should this happen again? Should uh, this coronavirus stay, stick around or, or should something happen? You, you have more knowledge, you know, to bring your practice further. So I want to thank you for hanging out with me today. We are going to talk about the next part of the module next week. dum da da dum the next part, the next part of the module, no, the module number two. Sometimes my brain just goes blank. Do you ever have that happen to you? Uh, and sometimes it's just like boom, it's gone. Um, next week we are talking about the mind and and how how we're gonna use um, neuroscience and philosophy 
and psychology in this amazing way to create a practice that's not just solidified physically, like we did in module one, but mentally off the mat into the world. Oh, that's not uh, my saying. Actually, that's a copy righted, I think, trademarked. Um, <laughs> so cultivate that practice off the mat, right? <laughs> off the mat. You want to you want to be able to have it translate. Um, you know, when how how do you use yoga off the mat? That's really what we're going to talk about. Uh, when you're when you're standing in yoga class and you look in the mirror before balancing and you're thinking, oh, I'm really bad at balancing. Um, that's just a story. Next week, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to teach you how to rewrite that story. You're not bad at balancing. And you know, if you do module one, you'll also learn the elements of balancing. So you're going to be like 70% better at balancing just by doing module one. I think. <laughs> Thank you so much for hanging out with me today. If you liked this episode, if you learned something, make sure you take that screenshot, okay? I love you. I appreciate you. I will talk to you soon. Bye, love. Thank you so much for listening to Awake by NPY today. I truly appreciate that you spend your time with me. Oh my gosh, what an honor. And it would mean the world to me if you took a screenshot when you're listening to this and and tag me in your stories on Instagram and and let me know what you thought or or what your biggest takeaways from the episode were. Um, So it helps me guide where where we go from here, right? So that I can keep providing you with knowledge and information that you can actually use. Again, thank you so much for listening today. I love you, love you, love you forever. And I hope to talk to you again soon in the DM, on Instagram, wherever we're hanging out together. Okay, peace, y'all.